everyone, welcome back to the Define Nice podcast. I'm so glad that you guys have joined me for another episode. It's now episode two, which is very exciting. So today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit more about how I started YouTube and kind of when, um, but also talk about working with brands and being kind of like a bit of an influencer, I guess, because I feel like this is something that I definitely don't share on my YouTube, um, but also... Well, I have shared like obviously how I started before on my YouTube, but I don't really share the inside of working with brands and things like that. I feel like it's something that you don't really talk about on YouTube, you know, so I'm excited to be chatting about that really and telling you guys a little bit more about it and giving you a bit more of an insight into the secrets of being an influencer, kind of. Obviously, I'm not some massive influencer, YouTuber, you know, come at me, okay? (laughs) But I do know a little bit, you know? I have been doing this for seven years now, so yeah, we're gonna get into it. So how I started YouTube. So I started YouTube in 2015. So I was 14 years old. Now there is a bit of a backstory behind it all. So obviously I watched YouTube religiously back then. I loved watching YouTube. I watched all the OG YouTubers, you know, Zoe, Alfie, Louise, Jim, Tanya, the lot, Naomi, Marcus. I loved them. It was just my favorite thing to do. I watched YouTube religiously. And I had two best friends at the time, Lucy and Courtney, who I'm still friends with. Um, and we we did everything together, essentially. And we all loved YouTube. We went and met Marcus Butler once. We went to his book signing in Lakeside. That was like amazing. We just did everything YouTube related together, basically. And we were like, we really want to start a YouTube channel. And originally it was just me and Courtney who wanted to do it. Lucy was a bit nervous about being on camera. So me and Courtney started a YouTube channel and it was called Just Brunettes <laughs> because we were both brunette. I am currently uh, blonde, but I am actually naturally brunette. So yeah, we were called Just Brunettes and we uploaded a couple of videos and actually that channel is still a thing. There's still two videos up there. There was one which was like where we went to the beach for the day and like took really like bougie photos and stuff and like had really cute like outfits on. It's so funny. And the other one is us going into town, I think, with some of our friends. But it's so funny to watch back now. And yeah, if you can find them, good luck. Um, but yeah, that is actually the channel that I now watch YouTube on. But I just find that so funny. But then we did a couple of videos and then Lucy decided she wanted to be involved. So we made another YouTube channel, but I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> I literally cannot remember for the life of me, but I remember us three sitting down on Courtney's bed and filming a YouTube video. And it was so awkward because we were trying to like introduce ourselves. Like we didn't quite know what we were doing. It was just so funny. And I remember we did it around Courtney's because Courtney had a proper camera. I can't even remember what camera it was, but it was like a Sony camera, I think. I think it might have been her parents. I'm not really too sure. But yeah, that was so funny. We were so excited that we had this camera. And I remember like filming things that we never even uploaded. For example, me and Courtney filmed an innuendo bingo, um, which is that thing back in the day, that trend where you used to... um, 
fill your mouth with water and try and make each other laugh and then spit it all over each other. It was so much fun. We did so many funny things that we filmed, but we just didn't put them up. But yeah, so um, shortly after making that introductory video of us three, we actually decided that we were going to do individual channels, but start all at the same time. So if anyone decided to take the piss out of us at school, they could take the piss out of all of us, basically. So I was called Floral Brunette. <laughs> my friend Courtney was called Pastel Brunette and my friend Lucy was called Floral Blondie and we did like makeup tutorials I think our first videos we all did makeup tutorials and oh it's just it's so funny like my first video on my channel if you scroll all the way back you'll see that same video it's me sat around Lucy's house filming a makeup tutorial it's so funny and I love it so much so I started that in 2015 it was like I think it was like 20. 5th of July or something like that I feel like um so it'll be seven years this year which is absolutely crazy blows my mind um but yeah so we all did that for quite a while and we did quite a few collabs together you can go back and look at all of this because I've still got pretty much all them videos still on my channel so yeah but we made the names because obviously we made our channels in the day where like Anastasia Kingsnorth and like Keisha and who else? Lily Bolt, I remember her. Uh, they all had their channels and they were all like called floral and pastel names. So I know Keisha was called Floral Beauty, I think. And Anastasia was Floral Princess for ages, but I think she was something else before that, actually. I think she was Pastel Princess or something like that before she changed to floral. So everybody kind of had them names. So I thought my name was quite a good name, you know, back in the day. Floral Brunette, I thought that was quite original and quite good. Um, I kind of went with the theme of everybody else. And obviously, like, Anastasia Kingsdorf, like, she was the same age as us as well, so we looked up to them so much, and we used to try and make videos that were similar to them, in a way, and literally loved it. Obviously, yeah, we were obsessed with makeup, like, did makeup tutorials. I mainly did, like, beauty, fashion, and a little bit of lifestyle. So, yeah, all the, like, nostalgic videos we used to sit and film and do. And it's so funny because I have so many things in my room right now, such as my Alex Nine drawers, which are actually behind me right now that were all inspired by the 2015 YouTube era of the floral pastel people <laughs> and I just find it so cute and so funny um so yeah I still have everything from then and I feel like that was just such a massive turning point because I don't know it was just so much fun to do back in the day I loved the videos so that is what we did but then literally after I feel like it was only a few months Lucy and Courtney both kind of fell off of it and they were just like yeah it's not for us and they ended up not doing it anymore and I don't think they I think they've all deleted their videos now on their channels as well which is kind of sad because they they did so good and obviously I just kept going and here I am seven years later I'm still doing YouTube um so that is literally the story of how I started and I wouldn't change anything like I absolutely love doing YouTube it is my it's always been my hobby you know I love what I do and obviously it's amazing that now I can actually earn money from it obviously it's not a lot I'm not gonna lie guys it's not a lot but I can earn money from it which is absolutely crazy and to see it grow over the years like even though I'm not a huge YouTuber you know but I've still got 3.3k which is still pretty big you know like that's a lot of people if you put 3.3k people in a room 
that's a lot of people, you know. So I'm so proud to have got there. And it's the fact that people actually enjoy watching my videos. Like, I think it's so much more than just like an Instagram follower because like Instagram follower, it's just like pictures of yourself. Like you can hit that follow button really easily, you know what I mean? And you don't have to really see their posts. But like a YouTube subscriber, that's somebody who's like gonna see your videos come up in their feed all like every time you upload and like are gonna sit and watch your videos which for me are long videos now like they're really long so it honestly is like crazy to me and I'm so glad that I kept doing it but also I've made so many amazing friends through YouTube so back in the day when me Lucy and Courtney all did it together I'm sure they won't mind me saying all this, by the way, I'm hoping they won't. Um, but yeah, when we used to do it back in the day together, we actually had like a little group chat and it was so cute. And it was a load of us girls. We were all like the same age. We all had like the floral pastel names and all that um, and did like the same type of videos. And we decided to, this was in 2015 as well. We decided to meet up in Blue Water. And originally we were actually speaking to like Anastasia Kingsnorth and like that little group because they were they would literally speak to us and they were actually meant to come to blue water with us but they couldn't make it I know ironic right um so yeah amazing though that we got the opportunity to speak to them so much in that group chat but yeah so we met up there was quite a few of us now um and yeah that was in 2015 and oh no maybe 2016 okay I think it was 2016 guys it was February 2016 that was it um but the one person that does still do YouTube alongside me from that group is Just Jazz. So I'm sure you guys know, if you watch my YouTube, you'll know. Um, so you can go subscribe to her, Just Jazz, make sure you do. Ja me and Jazz have been friends since then, which is crazy because yeah, we both still do YouTube, which is just amazing. And it's so nice because obviously we met all them years ago. Like how, how many years ago is that now? 2016, so that would be like six years ago. Yeah, I think six years ago, which baffles me. Um, we met all them years ago and then we didn't actually meet up again until we went to Somewhere in the City in 2019, which we went to with all my best friends. So Matt Stokes, George TG, Geordie Fox. I'm trying to list everybody. I'm trying to think. I'm literally looking at a picture right now <laughs> of us all. Um, Phoebe Jess. Oh, yeah, the list goes on. But basically my best friends my best friends now who all do youtube we all met up at summer in the city 2019 that was the first time we met up and it's just crazy that i went with jazz because obviously it was just yeah it was nostalgic it was just nice knowing that me and jazz are still going all that time later you know and we get to share these amazing experiences with each other so if you're listening to this jazz i love you gal um thank you for being my friend for all these years from just from doing YouTube videos but yeah I just think the whole journey of doing YouTube has just been amazing and the best thing I have ever ever done and the fact that I'm still absolutely loving it right now like I I've not stopped I've uploaded consistently every single week I used to do twice a week as well every single week for seven years and I still love it that's got to be something right <laughs> One of the biggest questions that I actually get asked, like literally all the time is, how do you start YouTube? Like I have literally been asked this ever since I started. 
I'm constantly getting DMs on like Instagram. How do you start YouTube? I'm really scared to start YouTube. I want to, but I'm scared what people are going to think of me. I mean, it's definitely a lot easier nowadays because so many people know what YouTube is now. And I feel like if you do YouTube in like secondary school, people are going to think, oh, you're a really cool person. <laughs> Whereas back in the day when I did YouTube, people thought, you know, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> like, is she all right? And they just used to take the piss out of it, basically, and laugh at it. I got that, guys. I did. But I think the most important thing that I learned is, like, you just got to keep doing it. I mean, it obviously helped that I had Lucy and Courtney doing it as well because we just got the piss taken out of us between us. But obviously, they stopped quite soon afterwards, so I was then the one that was just getting the piss taken out of. But people just used to... Like, it used to be all the boys that used to just, like, joke about it. You know what I mean? Um... And, like, sometimes they'd, like, get it up in class and stuff and it would be like, oh, my God. But I just owned it, you know? And I think that's the thing. Like, I have grown so much in confidence since doing YouTube because, obviously, I'm talking to a camera. Like, so many people can't talk to a camera, which I find, to me, it baffles me because I find it so easy to do. And I'm like, well, I'm just by myself, like, talking talking to a camera. Like, it's nothing. It's just, like, talking to yourself. <laughs> Sounds really weird. But, yeah, like, to me, it's just nothing. And yeah like so many people are like you're so confident to be able to do that and I'm like it's it's nothing to me like I said so yeah I just kind of I owned it you know I was like yeah I do YouTube and what and then they just kind of get bored of it they really got bored of it and now like them same boys that like used to take the piss out of me they're now like messaging me all the time and they're like oh you're doing amazing like I'm so proud of you and all this, you know, and that's a really nice response to have. So I think you've just got to own what you do as long as you love it and you love what you're doing. I think like you can't really go wrong with it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, the best thing to do with starting YouTube is just to do it. You've got to own it. Have that confidence to do it. Like believe in yourself. If you want to do it, do it, you know, and if you want to do it that much, then you will be able to do it if you get what I mean. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I believe that so much. Like, if you want to do it, you're like, you've just got to go for it, really. And a lot of people also ask me about equipment. So when I started YouTube, I used my iPhone and I bought myself a tripod off of Amazon. It literally cost me, I think, like a tenner. It literally cost like £10. It was the flimsiest thing ever, but it lasted me about four years. I'm not even joking. Um, so amazing investment. And then I just got one of them iPhone things that you screw onto the top of the tripod. So I got one of them. And honestly, amazing. They literally cost like three pounds off of Amazon as well. And like I said, that also lasted me like four years. So yeah, I'm only on my second tripod now and that cost me 20 quid from Argos. So <laughs> you really don't need fancy equipment. And obviously like I've been doing it for such a long time. So I think when I'd been doing it for like three years, I feel like two three years I then for Christmas asked for a camera for my birthday I got the Canon 700D I still have that to this day I absolutely love it it's one of them big cameras so I do that I use that for when I do sit down videos and I used to use it all the time when I started YouTube because yeah obviously 
And that was my only camera. I loved it. Quality is amazing. Obviously, nowadays it's quite bulky. So right now, um, if you're watching this on the YouTube version, I am filming on my Canon G7X. So I also have that. I only got that. Well, actually, I think I got that four years ago because I think I had a memory come up saying when I got it. So yeah, I got it about four years ago. But I got the uh, Mark One, which is obviously quite old now. But... Yeah, the Mark 1, honestly, because my friends have the Mark 2 and Mark 3s and it does the exact same thing. But actually, I think the screen, the flip up screen on the Mark 1 is way better than the Mark 2 and 3 because everyone seems to have problems with it. And it used to, it like comes unscrewed and stuff and like it's really flimsy, whereas my one just flips straight up and it's really good. So I definitely actually recommend the Mark 1 and the quality is just as good as 2 and 3. So yeah, like I said, really, really recommend that. But I got it about four years ago and I got it on the London Camera Exchange. So you can literally just Google that. And obviously from buying brand new, G7Xs cost like £500. Uh, extortionate price. <laughs> um, but I actually paid £250 and it had only been used a couple of times. Got it from there. £250, brand new camera. Here I am four years later, still using it. Absolutely love it. Nothing's gone wrong with it. Obsessed. So I definitely recommend looking on things like that or even like eBay. Like you don't need to pay for a brand new camera. You don't need to, you know, yeah. <laughs> 250 pounds is a lot of money, but like when I think about it, like how much I've used this camera in four years and I'm still going with it, it was well worth the money. So yeah, and I also don't have a microphone. I don't use microphones when I use my big camera. Um, like your actual microphone built in on the camera is amazing. So that's really it for equipment. Oh, and lighting. I do have a ring light, which is my baby. I do love it because I use it for Instagram pictures as well. Um, and I got that for Christmas as well, I think, or my birthday. And I think it cost about £50 off of Amazon again. Yeah, it's literally amazing. Um, love it. So full-size ring light. And that's lasted me years as well. I feel like that's about four or five years old now too. So that I do really recommend for if you're doing sit-down videos because obviously it's nice to have a bit more light on you and make it look a bit more professional but to be honest guys I feel like sit down videos are just not even like people don't really film sit down videos anymore sorry my voice is going why is that happening let me have a sip of coffee hang on yeah so I feel like people don't really even film sit down videos anymore I feel like vlogs are the way forward you know it's the way YouTube is going at the moment <laughs> everyone just vlogs so actually you don't really need much equipment at all you know um because you don't need the ring light because you're going to be filming in natural light around your house around outside and things like that so you don't actually need that i do have a small tripod that i do put on the end of my g7x which i've currently got it on too and that is a manfrotto like handheld tripod and they are really good because it stabilizes your camera so much so when you're out and about it's not as like jiggly <laughs> but then at the same time i usually take it off if i do go out locally because i don't like having a massive camera well it's not a massive camera but like a camera and a tripod like filming around on it I'd rather be a bit more discreet and just hold the g7x as it is but you know 
there's my uh, there's my vlog fear for you guys. But yeah, so basically, if you want to start YouTube, like, just go for it. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to just do it. If you want to do it, do it. <laughs> there's nothing to be afraid of, you know? And for editing softwares as well, I didn't touch on that, but editing softwares I use Final Cut Pro now and I also have Premiere Pro but I do prefer Final Cut I'm not gonna lie so yeah Final Cut is quite expensive um but the thing I like about Final Cut is you pay for it outright so I actually got it on a student deal paid 180 pounds rather than like 300 pounds and I've got it for life so that is pretty good to be honest whereas Premiere Pro obviously I've got a student deal for that as well but it costs like £16 a month for all of the Adobe software um but now it's actually after a year it goes up to like £24 so I'm now paying like £24 which is a bit like oh £24 a month for <laughs> all the Adobe software but all I use well I use Audition now for the podcast but all I used before was Premiere Pro which I didn't even use that often and Photoshop so that's a bit orcs but yeah so but yeah so I don't know if that's really worth it or not because you're paying it monthly and you don't ever like pay it off if you get what I mean so I do prefer the fact that Final Cut you can just pay that one amount and you've got it for life you know what I mean but before that I used iMovie um on MacBook but which is obviously free it comes with it but before that when I had a Windows computer I used Windows Movie Maker so you know these things are affordable also canva free is amazing for making uh thumbnails you can just google that amazing but if not obviously i use photoshop and yeah that's really it for equipment and everything i use epidemic sounds for music but before that i used a youtube music converter and i used to just youtube put in youtube i can't remember what it's called now there is a channel which does free like copyright free music um so i literally just i think it was called like youtube audio library or something like that i can't remember but they had amazing like remixes and things like that and also soundcloud it would link to soundcloud a lot of the time so you could just download for free straight from there which was amazing so there's definitely it's definitely so affordable to start youtube i feel like so many people are like oh gotta get so much equipment but you really don't like you really don't i started on nothing so yeah so obviously it's starting to earn money so that is a massive thing so you have to have a thousand subscribers and four thousand watch hours it's the watch hours that takes the time to get <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it does take a while to get there but once you get there yeah you start earning money the way you actually earn money a lot a lot of people don't really know this but it's not through subscribers like you can literally have a thousand subscribers and just get to that threshold and then you know as long as you get the views you earn the money it's the views that counts rather than the subscribers so i mean obviously if you have more subscribers you're probably more likely to get more views that's how that kind of works but yeah it's actually all down to that but the thing that actually makes you earn more money is doing ads so i started doing ads uh, i don't do ads all that often to be honest guys i have been on lots of like instagram uh like influencing programs i guess which kind of teaches you a bit more about 
things um and they actually told us to that if a brand comes to you with a gifted item they're like we want to gift you this if you can give us some content basically in return if they ask for content ask them for money and you meant to kind of have your own set price but I'm still like learning I don't really know how much to ask brands for sometimes I'll ask for like 40 50 pounds because I'm like that is better than nothing like if they say yes to that amazing um but I think that is actually not that much like I think you're actually meant to ask for more than that but I'll come to a brand and be like uh, yeah I will do that content for you if you give me that I gift me that item and if you uh, pay me 50 pounds <laughs> and the majority of the time they will be like yeah that's absolutely fine and they'll do it straight up and it's actually it's shook me I'm not gonna lie because all this time that I've just been getting all these gifted items and like not being paid for them and then suddenly you literally just have to ask one email say will you pay me this for it and they're just straight up like yeah so that is a game changer I'm not gonna lie guys like absolute game changer so yeah I highly recommend doing that if you're looking to work with brands like reach out to them and ask them because you know what's the worst that's going to happen they're going to say no or they're going to say yeah we'll pay you less and they'll give you like a another amount back kind of thing so yeah nothing wrong with asking guys <laughs> make sure you do that um but yeah I definitely work on a lot of gifted campaigns um I either sometimes I reach out to them if it's a really good brand that I really want to work with I'll reach out to them and I have my own like email format and things like that um I also I did have a media kit a little while ago which is meant to have like how many views you get and things like that but nowadays I don't really use that I'm not gonna lie because it changes so regularly I can't keep up with it (laughs) so yeah I mainly just email brands if I want to work with them I email them if not a lot of the time brands do just come to me but the way I always feel like it goes is I'll either get nothing at all no brands want to work with me for a long period of time then suddenly I'll have like 10 brands come at me at once and they'll all want to work with me at the same time and that is the most frustrating thing ever (laughs) um but that is literally always the way but yeah so earning money on YouTube like obviously it's not it's not the easiest um because like I said like you don't earn a massive amount from YouTube uh AdSense it does take a while and the threshold is £65 I think I earn I get to that threshold probably every two months maybe three months so you don't earn a lot (laughs) basically um but yeah like I said the ads is the thing that gets you there and also I've I used to always ignore brands that would say oh we can give you commission for this but I recently worked with a brand called Silkwave, which I'm sure if you guys are watching on my YouTube or whatever, if you've watched my YouTube, you'll know I did a little review on it. And let me tell you guys, I don't know what happened there. Maybe someone shared my discount code. I'm not sure. But basically, every time somebody used your discount code, it would get them 10% off and you would get that 10% commission. I have earned way over a thousand pounds on that there's a little insider info for you guys I don't know if I should be sharing that but I have and that blew me away that absolutely blew me away so I've been literally earning like 200 pounds a month from just from that one brand that one video that I made for that hair curling company I've earned over 1k which yeah like I said just absolutely baffles me so before I always was like oh I don't know whether to do it if it's just for commission but like (laughs) 
there is proof, guys, that sometimes commission does really work. So, yeah. So when it comes to things to avoid, though, when you're earning money and working with brands, uh, main thing to avoid is when they DM you on Instagram. There is so many brands that are fake and they'll DM you on Instagram asking you to do things. Never do that. If they ever ask you to do things like pay anything, they tell you to pay for postage and packaging don't do it because normally the postage and packaging will end up costing like $30 or something like that and it's just not worth it if they're making you pay for anything do not do it if they're just giving you a discount do not do it like do not just don't <laughs> just don't do it um so yeah that's something that a lot of my friends before have like messaged me about where they're like oh this brand's just messaged me and they got like really gassed up about it and I'm like nah that's that's uh that's not right. That's a bit fake. Um, so yeah, definitely watch out for that when you're working with brands because that is something that comes up a lot and yeah, it's just not worth it. And yeah, you end up losing out on money. <laughs> Trust me. Um, so yeah, working with brands is really fun, like I said, um, but it is a lot of work, but it does earn you money. And at the moment, like this is my main source of income. Like it's not a lot, but it's keeping me going alongside university because I'm at the stage of my life now where I've worked in supermarkets, I've worked in a hair and beauty salon. I don't like it. <laughs> I want to do something within film or TV, creative, social media. That is a bit of me. So right now, um, obviously, I've just like finished uni for the year. I don't go back until October now. So I'm looking for jobs that I want to... I want to do if you know what I mean so I'm being really picky with it but like so yeah at the moment YouTube is my job this social media stuff is my job it's the only source of income that I'm getting at the moment but I absolutely love it and I'm kind of in that headspace where I'm fighting for my dream guys this is what I want to do so yeah like I think if you guys want to do it too like you've just got to do it like I've said a million times in this episode you have just got to do it so yeah also so many people ask me what my favorite thing about doing youtube is and like what my favorite thing since starting youtube is basically um and it was 100 like going to youtube events and making friends i have made my best friends over youtube and it's literally crazy how much i adore them I look really bright now on the youtube version <laughs> i just had to change cameras right anyway as I was saying, what was I saying? Okay, yes. So yeah, like I said, I have made my best friends over YouTube and I would not change them for the world. I think it's so incredible. Like the feeling that you get when you go to a YouTube event. I used to go to YouTube events when I first started doing YouTube where I would go and do the whole meet and greet thing where I would go and meet my favorite YouTubers because it was just like incredible. Um, so yeah, Sitsi 2016 was the first one that I went to. I went to Soccer 6 in 2016 as well. I dragged my boyfriend at the time there. Uh, so funny looking back at it now, but I just, I loved going to YouTube events and like meeting these YouTubers. It was the most exciting thing ever. Um, but obviously now since Sitsi 2019, when I met up with my best friends, uh, that was the first time that we met, like I said earlier, um, I just absolutely loved going to YouTube events. The vibe is unmatched. Like, it's literally crazy. Uh, it's just so nice being in an environment where you're with people who love 
doing the same things as you like they have the same passions the same drive the same everything like as you it's so inspiring and motivating and like nothing compares to it absolutely nothing compares to it so yeah, Summer in the City, VidCon, Clash of Creators is the new one. Actually, Clash of Creators was actually meant to be today, the day that I'm filming this, Sunday the 15th of May. But unfortunately, it had to get postponed. So I'm very sad about that because I was meant to be at a YouTube event today. But yeah, it will be coming later on this year. So uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want to see any vlogs from that because they will be happening. But yeah, honestly, like YouTube events for me, like... I remember that first one, Sitsi 2019. I went and I came back and I was at my worst mental state at that time. I'll speak about that in a episode coming soon, which I'm going to do about mental health and my mental health story. But 2019 was, I was at my worst place. I would not even, I was not able to get into college most of the time I hated it and I managed to get myself to London by myself and spend a weekend with people who I've never met before other than jazz obviously um but yeah and it was the best weekend ever and I came home and my mum picked me up from the train station and I just remember crying to her and I was like I have had the best weekend I've ever had I've met the most incredible people and she was just like so shook because I was just sat there crying about how much of a good time I've had um but yeah it's like YouTube events for me are unmatched like it's just so nice and it's so nice just being around people who you look up to and who inspire you basically it's just so inspiring motivating so that is my absolute favorite thing about doing youtube i've met the most incredible people and i cannot wait to meet more people really like it's just oh it's it's unmatched talking to people who also do youtube about everything like they just get you they just get you we are a different breed you know <laughs> and I absolutely love it so that is definitely my favorite thing about doing YouTube so yeah but that was my little story guys about how I started YouTube how you guys can start YouTube if you want to equipment you know I went I covered a lot of bases in this video you know um but in this video I see I'm still not used to this podcast thing I mean to be fair guys I am recording this for YouTube as well now because so many people wanted me to film it so I'm going to be basically filming the entire thing putting that on YouTube so you guys can watch it over there like actually watch it rather than just listening to it um so you can go do that it is just define nice on youtube and i'm also going to be putting like shorter clips from these long episodes on there and maybe some shorts i don't know yet um but yeah we'll see how that goes so make sure you go subscribe over on there if you want to you know um also make sure to follow all my social media guys because you know <laughs> then you can see more of me so yeah my youtube is kira shan my instagram and tiktok is underscore kira shan x um but yeah i hope you guys did enjoy this episode i'm i just love doing this i'm very happy right now so yeah the next few episodes i've got so much planned basically guys i'm really excited for it i think the next episode actually features a guest so yeah it's gonna be good guys um i hope you are as excited for it as me and yeah thank you so much for listening and i will speak to you on the next episode next week of define nice See you soon.